some of the research shows that when you try all of these diets, they almost estimate, and th- these are professionals in the field, experts, they estimate that maybe about 95% of diets end up failing. Now, I think that's not all true because I'm going to share that I think 100% of diets actually do end up failing when it comes to your overall health, like you as a person. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Let's talk about nutrition and diets. And all of you listeners out there, I want you to think, how many diets have you ever tried? Maybe you're hopping from diet to diet. Maybe you're even a diet connoisseur. But I want you to think back every time that you were on a diet or some kind of really structured plan and think about how did that work for you? Was it effective? It could be. Maybe it wasn't as effective as you thought. Was it sustainable? That's one key question that we're going to dive into today. And how did you feel overall? Were you happy? Were you miserable? Was it super stressful or was it did it make things easier? I want you to think about all of these kind of things and hopefully today will make a lot more sense of why this actually happened. The weight loss and diet industry in 2019, it is growing substantially. And in 2019, it was worth $72 billion. Billion dollars. That's crazy how much money is associated with weight loss and dieting. And this is expected to grow in the future. Now, of course, this is not only with the food industry and the diet industry. This has everything to do with the marketing involved, any supplements, pills, all of these weight loss products that you see. Also medications in the healthcare industry, um, surgeries, of course, the food industry itself with all of its marketing and advertising. And what we'll talk about today is the dieting industry too. But that is crazy to think that $72 billion was allotted or spent in 2019. The thing about this too is that there's more and more people that these diets or the marketing of diets can reach now, especially with technology and social media and all of that. And the trend is shifting to millennials are this is a good thing that they're more interested in overall healthcare and taking care of their, their body and what kinds of things they're putting in it. But the other thing is that a lot of these diets that we'll talk about in a minute, millennials are getting exposed to it because of technology, social media, and it's becoming, that's the new trend or the next generation of dieters are coming through, which is the millennial groups instead of the baby boomers group. Um, and that's a, lar- a large part due because of social media, influencers, kind of how fast information can get out there. And we've seen that as of recent, which I've experienced in my nutrition coaching practice. We've seen that with the documentary, The Game Changers, and how fast that information was was 
exposed to everybody that saw it you know in the world so it shows you that things are a lot more quick to get around some of the research shows that when you try all of these diets they almost estimate and these are professionals in the field experts they estimate that maybe about 95 percent of diets end up failing now i think that's not all true because I'm going to share that I think 100% of diets actually do end up failing when it comes to your overall health, like you as a person. And this is what I'm going to talk about today and share my thoughts on this. So I want to dive into the first concept. This is the concept of diet versus nutrition. And for me, I, I will say I'm not a registered dietitian, but my background has been going through the International Olympic Committee's Sports Diploma in Nutrition, which I got exposed to a wealth of knowledge, not only with the sports nutrition side, but just nutrition for a healthy lifestyle. And I've also um, completed level one and level two with precision nutrition, which has given me a different perspective as to how to apply healthy nutrition, not only for myself, but for all the individuals that I do coach. And what I will say is that through these programs and looking through research and appreciating all of the new research and journal articles and literature out there, diet and research typically means just the food that we're consuming. Like it's not perceived as a positive or negative connotation. It's literally like your diet is what you're consuming throughout the day. And that is very different from the public perception or the how society views diet as being like a set plan or like a meal plan or all of these rules and restrictions when it's really if you step back let's just look at it as like this is the food that you're consuming versus nutrition which i want to talk about diet is just kind of this small small part of nutrition that is just controlling what kinds of things that you are actually consuming or nutrition i think factors in all of the other influences that affect your food choices. And nutrition looks into your lifestyle, who you are as a person. And that is the biggest difference to me between diets and when when I actually talk about nutrition. Now, why is it that meal plans don't work well? And all of my clients that I coach, they know that I don't make them a structured meal plan because that doesn't really teach you the important components of how to incorporate healthy nutritional habits so meal plans don't work well i think or diets in this category as well because they don't take into consideration who you are as a person what your schedule's like what you do for work are you in school are you an athlete what kinds of interests you have what kind of family situation do you come from your cultural influences you know from not only culture as in ethnicity and geographic location, but culture in your work environment, your sport group, your coaches, all of these kind of things. And it doesn't take into consideration all of these individual unique variables that influence your nutrition choices greatly. And that is to me why diets can't take into consideration who you are in your lifestyle. And because of that, the the blueprints won't be as individualized and there's a lot of ways that it could actually be more difficult or more detrimental than actually helpful 
Now, when we talk about nutrition, there's so many things we need to take into consideration that affects your food choices. And that's kind of what I just mentioned that the diet does not do. So for nutrition, every aspect of your life influences your food choices. So, of course, we highly associate nutritional habits with our physical health. And unfortunately, that's where most of these fad diets stop there is that it's a lot of aesthetic claims that they're going to achieve um, but and or maybe it's even health related like we're going to lower your blood pressure we're going to lower cardiovascular disease we're going to lower your a1c and that's all very very important so i'm not saying this is not important but food and nutrition is so much more than just your physical health so i think a lot of the times we don't have any issues with associating good nutritional habits good food with attaining better physical health but i want to expand on that and go beyond that so a lot of times with nutrition there's a huge mental health aspect to it and mental health it could be the foods that you're eating they're actually helping brain function helping you focus more helping mental clarity but also your perspective on food do you have a good relationship with food do you enjoy and want to do the things that you're doing or if you're following you know, one of those diets, is it something that this diet is not what I like to do? This isn't what I like to eat. It sucks. Every time I look at it, I get stressed out and I know that I'm just kind of pushing through with willpower alone. You know, that's not a really sustainable approach to nutrition and food. Also very closely related to mental health is emotional health. Food has the power to alter our hormones, our moods and vice versa. Our emotions also has the power to make us crave certain things or gravitate towards different types of foods. And that's where it goes very hand in hand. But mental and emotional health in regards to nutrition and your food options, that's huge to take into consideration because research even shows that our mental state or stress level or emotional level, that affects the way that we digest foods. And also it affects us to crave or what other types of foods we would like to consume uh, moving on social things social aspect of nutrition is huge i mean everything that you go to think about all of your celebrations special events special occasions typically food is a very important component of that event and that shows you the huge social component of what food brings to the table and it's finding ways to understand in certain social situations, how does that influence your food choices and vice versa? How does your food choices affect how much you can enjoy social situations? Very closely tied into that is cultural. Cultural is a huge component of why I think diets have such a low success rate. One thing is that your culture is influenced by so many things throughout your life so many previous experiences and it makes up who you are it's almost a part of your identity basically cultural influences for food that alone is very very hard to change and it's not saying that you have to change this it's just finding how to make those those food choices those cultural influences how do you make it work in a good balance that works specifically for you so culture let's break this down a little bit Culture, of course, it's how you grew up, your geographic location, what kinds of things are around you. You know, what we eat 
I'm from Hawaii, so what we eat in Hawaii, that's very different from other places that I've lived on the mainland. And it's understanding that this is something that I carry with me and it affects my or influences my food choices. But beyond the geographic uh, location and beyond like your family background, culture, culture and all of the things that you do throughout your life. Now, I'm talking about like if you do sports, if you play sports, the culture in a sport like baseball is very different from a culture in a sport like football or track or volleyball. All of these different cultural influences, they affect not only your perspective on food and what you perceive is going to help you in that sport, but you're also immersed into these groups of different people that highly influences your food choices and what kinds of practices you think are going to help you achieve higher performance. So culture is a huge thing that gives us a lot of experience to help to form or formulate our nutritional habits. And of course, you have spiritual components. You know, a lot of religious practices, which we won't go into in depth here, but a lot of religious practices, they do have certain types of food practices, fasting techniques, or food restrictions to try to help to connect the spiritual side with your body, with nutritional habits. Um, Also, you have a lot of environmental influences. This is very important because geographic location, again, comes into play because what types of foods you have available, what's in season, what's fresh, that kind of affects what kinds of things are popular in your area. And that influences things like culture, that influences the social aspect. So environmental components, that's another area to take into consideration as well. And the last thing that I want to say is professionally. Professionally could encompass everything. So what you do for work, what you do for school, the schedule of that, that oftentimes affects a lot the timing of what we can eat, when we can eat, how we're eating, you know, are we just rushing through the day or are we actually able to take some time to enjoy a meal? Professionally too, how your nutritional habits can keep you healthy, can keep you functioning well, alert, that can increase productivity, which is huge. That'll get you to get more work done, be more productive and kind of elevate your professional career. Also professional career, the more that we can actually do, learn, you know, get better at our career, that will oftentimes help with overall health and will often feel more satisfied. Maybe we'll feel mentally and emotionally more confident in what we do. And in turn, that all kind of spills over into all of these other areas of our life, especially nutrition. So to break this down, nutrition is all of this of what I just mentioned. And oftentimes a diet or a modern fad diet that is marketed that does not take into consideration all of these aspects of your life and who you are as a person. If I were to give an analogy, diet is like practicing segmented skills. Let's say you are playing football. You're a football player. Diet is like giving you all the individual skill sets of how to tackle, how to hit, how to throw the ball, how to catch the ball, whatever your position is. It's showing you that, okay, this is what you need to do And I do think a lot of those things from a diet is very helpful. They have evidence usually behind it. They do have some good results, good strategies that produce favorable results. But again, it's all of these segmented skills that are kind of piecemealed together 
and it's not taking a look at the whole entire picture or the whole person. Now, if diet is like segmented skills, what nutrition is like is like you being able as that football player to actually carry out all of these skills and adjust on the fly, modify, you know, make game time decisions in certain situations in a game time situation. So again, let me reiterate this. Diet is like your segmented skills that are important, but it doesn't contribute necessarily to the whole person. Nutrition is like the game time situation. Now you take all of these skills and you're applying it in a game. If you kind of take this analogy, think about in a game time situation, if variables changed, because that's life. In life, variables change. So in a game time situation, maybe the defense is doing something that you never anticipated. Um, you're going to have to adjust accordingly, maybe change some of the play calling, change some of your mechanics, change the way that you're executing certain things, and you're going to have to adjust on the fly. Now, learning the segmented skills, that won't necessarily mean that you know how to handle those game time situations. Same thing like diets. Just because you have all of these rules and restrictions and structure, that doesn't mean that you'll be able to apply it in life. Life being like the game time situation. Think about there's so many, there's so many connections here that we can uh, elaborate on to make this a clearer picture. So let's go back to that football example. Let's say that you're the quarterback and you know how to carry out certain plays. That's not a problem. You've been practicing it over and over. But let's say in the real game time situation, the crowd is super loud. So now you have to make some adjustments. It's hard to communicate with your players. Are you going to know what to do on the fly to make those kinds of adjustments? The second thing is like, what if you see a different defensive formation? Are you just going to keep doing the same thing, even though you know that the success rate is going to be very low? Or are you going to be able to adjust, call an audible, know how to make certain situations work a little better for you and your team? That's the same thing with nutrition. And we can go over this back and forth. But basically, the more that you can understand nutrition, the more that you're going to be able to apply strategies, techniques, nutritional habits well. And you are going to be able to adjust to make choices that work a little better for you in those situations because you understand that everything that we talked about everything from physical health to professional health to spiritual social cultural you understand that they all work together and because you have that understanding you can choose choices that hopefully work a little better in certain situations instead of being so structured and rigid and you're not going to change no matter what's going on that's really not a good way to approach life but also not a good way to approach nutrition what I'm trying to say is that nutrition is integrated into everything that we do. And the more that we understand how certain things are interdependent on each other and how they affect and influence each other, that's really what teaches us what types of nutritional habits will work best for us. One more thing to clarify. So I'm not knocking on diets. I am not saying don't try diets because sometimes there might be a lot of things in that structure or that philosophy that actually works for you. What I am saying is that reassess and make sure that everything in your lifestyle is benefiting from your choices, your nutrition habits, because that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that we're not neglecting certain areas and aspects of your life just to get 
other areas to improve because in the long run that's not what is sustainable and that's not what is the healthiest for you so what we can do is assess some of the strengths and strategies that come out of diets and add them to what you're currently doing to emphasize this a little further i want to go over three basic concepts and this is really the take-home message of this episode and this will help you understand what type of nutritional strategies may be working better for you or what types of things that you can do to adjust things so that they do work better for you. So three concepts. The first one that I want to talk about when it comes to overall nutrition is that there is no black and white. There's no good foods or bad foods, healthy foods or unhealthy foods. And a lot of you are thinking right now, like, what do you mean? There's certain things that are definitely bad for you. But I want to say that it's not black and white. It's more on a spectrum. So we do have things that might be more nutritious or less nutritious, but it's on a spectrum. It's not so black and white. Like you can never eat this and you only need to eat this. That's usually when we get stuck because we have this all or nothing kind of mindset and it becomes very hard to just have a good relationship with food. So if you think about it as a spectrum, it's all about choices. There's certain things that are going to work better in certain situations. So let's say that, let's say, I don't know, you enjoy cake. Cake is one of the things that you really enjoy. It tastes good. It makes you feel good. And it reminds you maybe of certain past experiences that you had good cake or whatever. Maybe that's your birthday. Maybe that's celebrations. But cake, that's, maybe it's not as nutritious. It's not something that you should eat every breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Obviously, you can see that that won't work well in many regards. But it's not saying that you can never have cake. You can have cake. What if you enjoy cake and you truly enjoy it on your birthday or your f- one of your family gatherings or some type of big celebration? That is actually probably more healthy than trying to restrict and omit cake from every single situation. And it's, it's just on your mind all the time that I really want that cake, but I'm not allowing myself to have it. You can see that that might be more detrimental mentally, emotionally, even sometimes socially when people are offering you cake or they want to share that moment with you. So you can see that restricting and getting rid of cake completely, that may not be that healthy. On the other end of the spectrum is if you eat cake three times a day, that might be not that healthy for other reasons. Maybe your physical health. Maybe cost-wise too, if you're buying cake all the time, I don't know. But you can see that, okay, there's a middle ground where if I enjoy cake, maybe on special occasions, maybe that's once every month, maybe that's once every six months, whatever that balance is for you at this moment, that is how we should determine what kind of habits or what kinds of things are going to work better for us. Now, along those lines, I want to say that When it comes to like viewing things as good or bad, healthy or unhealthy, or kind of this black and white approach, that is really something that is learned throughout life. And I can't emphasize this enough. If you give a five-year-old kid the same cake and you just put it in front of them, they are just going to eat it and enjoy it. You can just watch them, watch their face, watch their expression, their emotion. They are truly not thinking about anything else except enjoying that cake in front of them. Now, if you put that same piece of cake in front of a 30-year-old or 40-year-old, no matter what, our previous experiences 
do affect our perception on that piece of cake. And it could be for all different types of things. Some people, I might be, oh, I'm going to eat this cake. I'm going to run extra tomorrow, you know, which is just the thought. We're just noticing what the thought is. Maybe other people are thinking, ah, oh, I don't want to eat this cake. I, I, I've been eating too much cake or I know it's not going to help me physically. I know it's not going to help me mentally. And all of these kinds of thoughts go through our head. And that's what kind of formulates how we perceive that food in that situation. And a lot of times that's when we start to start to think about it as good or bad or healthy or unhealthy instead of just recognizing it for what it is. It's just a choice. And we need to recognize that it's our personal experiences, what we've been exposed to, everything around us that is kind of influencing our perspective on that food. And that's okay. We're not trying to take all of that away because that's what makes you unique. But the more that we can understand that these are the things influencing our food choices and how much we can enjoy it, I think the better off we can be to make choices that work better for us. So that brings me to my second point. If things are on more of a spectrum and we can take it for face value as this is a choice, the second point is that we want to expand the choices and options that are working for us. A lot of times what diets tend to do is they tend to place a lot of restriction. I think that's on most diets. They tend to say, these are kind of the good and bad foods, and we're going to restrict you to eating this a lot, you know, more often than not, which is a good concept. It's a very good concept. But when we naturally as humans, when we start to restrict things, that usually psychologically, emotionally, even other areas of our life we're going to crave and gravitate and want the foods that we're restricting even more and i've seen that with many individuals and that's a common human response so technically typically restricting things that doesn't go too well so again for that birthday cake example if you say i cannot have any birthday cake for this year even which is kind of a long time that restricting it's going to probably make you think about the cake even more. But that's going to affect all of these other areas of your life too. And typically, it might not be in the best, most positive way. Let's take a look at this from the flip side. So let's say we're looking at more nutrient-dense foods, like you're trying to eat more vegetables. If our choices seem very limited and we're restricting ourselves to just maybe the only thing that you're eating right now is a plain side salad, Okay, that might be a little bit more nutrient dense than some of the other choices that you were doing. So that's a good step. But after a while, you're either going to get tired of eating the same thing. It's not really going to provide nutrients that you can get from other types of foods because a salad only can offer the same limited amount of nutrients. What we need to do is expand on that or increase the amount of options that we perceive that we like to do, that we enjoy doing, and that's feasible for us to incorporate. In a nutshell, take a look at what types of things are working really well in your life. And that goes with nutrition, but all aspects of your life that influences your nutritional choices. And see how you can, what types of things that's providing in your life. Is it providing good, nutritious, balanced meals that is convenient for you to prepare in your overall time frame or your schedule? Is it something that's cost effective maybe? Is it something that works well with your family? You know, try to see what some of these 
options that are working well provides. Then the second thing from there is that don't get stuck and tunnel vision on that's the only thing that you can do. We want to see what that provides and see how we can we replicate that in other options. The more that you can expand the amount of options that you enjoy, you like to do that works well, it will create a better balance of you actually consuming nutrients. So that will provide a lot of health benefits, but it'll also provide a better balance with all of the other areas of your life. And when it comes to overall nutrition, it's all about creating a better balance that is working specifically for you as an individual. And that brings me to my third basic concept. And this is a big one to improve your nutrition and all of those around you. The concept is not to judge. Try to minimize any type of judgment. A lot of times when I talk about nutrition, it's understanding that everyone has unique influences that makes them tick. And it makes them choose certain food choices and allows them to enjoy certain situations and foods and preferences more often than not. So the first thing I tell people is that when it comes to food and nutrition, let's not judge others. Don't judge their actions, what they're doing, what their nutritional choices are, because there's certain things that it's actually helping them in that point in time. So don't place any judgment on others. And I mean, this goes beyond nutrition. In life, we shouldn't judge others. I mean, it's that... It's that simple concept of don't judge a book by its cover. You know, you never know what's going on. You never know what situation, what other things are playing into a factor to create certain actions or behaviors. Same thing with nutrition is that don't judge other people because it's not that simplistic that you just got to do this no matter what. No, there's a lot of complexity to the situation, to who they are that affects their food choices. On top of this, the more important concept, yes, it's very important not to judge others, but try not to or don't judge yourself. And I think that's a hard thing for all of us to do, even myself included, is that a lot of times with what we're doing with nutrition, the foods that we're eating, other aspects, you know, like even eating with other people or finding out what types of foods you should buy, what's convenient, all of these kind of factors don't judge yourself. It's very hard to do, but if you can more just take a step back, look at your actions and your options for face value. This is what I'm doing. And these possibly could be why I'm doing that. What's influencing me to actually carry out these actions. The more that you'll understand what types of things are going to work better for you. I think that's a huge aspect because whenever we're judging ourselves, it usually doesn't doesn't do much benefit it doesn't do much good for us and it becomes a more stressful situation because you end up placing all of this judgment on yourself and become overly critical on some of the things that you're doing so we want to just try to eliminate as much judgment as we can if you can do these three things so again look at things more on a spectrum not so black and white Of the things that are working, expand on your choices and options. And three, whatever you're doing, don't judge yourself and don't judge others. I think you'll have a much more positive perspective on nutrition. And that's what this whole episode is about, is understanding the difference between diet and nutrition. 
but also understanding that nutrition, especially in modern society, has come with so many negative connotations. You say nutrition to someone, they automatically have tons of negatively associated thoughts or comments to nutrition. And that's become the norm when we're talking about nutrition is that there's hardly any positivity to it. When in reality, if we're really talking about healthy nutritional habits, there should be a lot of positives. So many positives that it's affecting all areas of your life. And that's really what I want you guys to think about today is to step back, understand that nutrition is a part of your lifestyle, a part of who you are. And some things to start to pay attention to nutrition and find what habits work best for you is one, just notice what's going on and build awareness and mindfulness with what is actually working. Continue to understand that nutritional habits really are integrated into everything that you're doing on a daily basis. Who you are, what your schedule's like, just everything around you influences your food choices and vice versa. What you are doing greatly affects how we actually carry out nutrition, how our body utilizes nutrients. And that is really what nutrition is about, is understanding how to make everything work together. You also want to create sustainable habits. There is no quick fix. I can't emphasize that enough. You want to build habits that you feel good about, improve your relationship with food, and help you to achieve a very healthy and happy lifestyle and that is what's going to be sustainable now once you get to this good balance this good place you want to continue this process on and on so as you go on in life and things and situations change you want to still keep this process going build awareness so you know what kinds of things are working well and what kinds of things are not working so well then continue to pay attention to how all aspects of your life are being affected by what you're doing and then again create new sustainability because what works right now may not work five years from now or next year even whenever you have a big lifestyle change your nutrition is going to be affected greatly by it and that's not saying that you need to overhaul everything it's just making minor tweaks here and there just like with the football example if there's obstacles there's hurdles there's adversity it's finding out ways how to adjust just a little bit so that you can make things work better. And that's what I want to emphasize today with nutrition. It's about how to take basic nutritional concepts and find out how to apply it into your lifestyle and how to apply it into what is going to work best for you. Overall, keep these concepts in mind and I hope it gave you a broader picture of what nutrition actually is. And this is my approach and my perspective to nutrition that I set this groundwork or foundation for a lot of my clients to explain, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. Of course, we do talk about food and strategies and all of these kind of things, but it's not at the expense or sacrifice of creating healthy sustainable nutrition habits that you feel good about and you create a good relationship with food i hope you enjoyed this episode subscribe rate and comment and share this with anyone who is struggling from bouncing around from diet to diet i'm gonna have a lot more helpful discussions about nutrition i also have content on my social media channels and my website hnlmovement.com you can always check those out my social media handles you can find me at at HNL Movement. But until next time, keep enjoying life, incorporate healthy nutritional habits, and keep elevating your performance. Aloha.